Hey, 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 it's Oatmeal Brown. I didn't say it's your girl, but it's me. Always in the place to be coming with some G-O-D light and love to put out in the atmosphere. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Out the Box, where we're giving you an out-the-box perspective on different things that you may not have even thought about. We may be right, we might be wrong, but hey, it's going to be something to spark your brain. And after giving all of that excitement of introduction, you already know what I'm about to say next. I got my intellectual correspondent, your spiritual, your intellectual, your homegirl from the streets, as she like to say, your family, your sacred sister, your professor, Dr. Andrea L. Moore. What's up, cousin? Today I'm coming in here as intellectually hyphy. No, I'm just saying. You know, know, I'm coming in here to all the things. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday to you, too. And I know that the audience wants to know a little bit more about me. So I guess I got to give my own little somewhat of an introduction here, you know, because, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and do it. I'm not just your podcast hostess. I'm your sacred sister, too. I'm your sister in Christ. I'm your friend that's going to give, make sure that you got the proper tools to help you to find peace in your life to help you have an understanding. I'm also a business professional. I have things that I do in in the professional corporate world. I'm an assistant vice president for a major uh, uh, Fortune 500 company. Uh, Oh, shoot. I mean, it's a lot of things I do. I have a... Um, nonprofit organization for youth ages from 12 to 18. I'm in a sorority. I went to a HBCU. But guess what? People like to say, why don't you ever talk about any of those things or bring those things up? Because I don't like to get caught up in titles. Not to say that titles aren't good, but I just like to come just bare, just me. Just you bring me. all of that with you, cousin. You right. bring all and of those so, with you. And so I know that, you know, people want to see more. Well, sometimes it's, it's a time and a place to, to, you know, to give the more in those lanes. So that's pretty much how I roll. But just so you know, it's bigger than what you may see on the surface. And I love being behind the scenes as much as I may pose sometime, you know, and, and, and when I come in, when I do a selfie, when you see me on social media, it's for, for a check-in. I have to check in with y'all to let y'all know that I'm alive. Okay. I'm breathing okay. and I'm okay because yeah. in these days and times, everybody don't pick up the phone, but mm. everybody doesn't have your number, but that doesn't mean they still don't care about you and love you. So, you know, 
Um, we use these technology, some of these technology tools uh, for several different reasons, you know, to promote your businesses, um, to be connected with people outside of your telephone. Well, mm-hmm. on the phone, because you know, I mean, most of us look at social media or use it from our cell phones, but it can be used for so many different things. You know, a lot of us that are connected to different stuff, we use social media for different things. And as much as people may think that I just love to be out in the um, world of socializing in this big social butterfly, Baby, I love to be with self <laughs> and not bother way more than I love being on that thing. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So on, on some of these mediums. So, you know, life is about balance and I'm going to make sure I get mine. You hear me? And, right. and I do live a private, I try to live a private right. life. Um, it's important to me. Privacy is important. And so I just choose um, what's going to be best for me. You know, that was a gem that you just dropped. I feel like um, that is something that people have lost, are losing, uh, afraid of, not interested in, don't understand the value and respect of privacy. Yes privacy because everybody's showing everything right and there's something to be said about like what you don't get to see everything that's that crescent moon energy but that privacy i'm glad that you lifted that because as you mentioned that's your sacred time with yourself that's where your peace is yes for sure you know and i just i'm a firm believer if you got it if you have something you have something you know, um, and I know there's like a fine line um, and it just depends on what kind of person you are, what you do, because it's great to see people's accomplishments if they want to share them, because everybody uses social media for different reasons. But mm-hmm. how somebody else uses it, I may not use it that way and mm-hmm. I don't have to and vice versa. How I use it, they don't have to use it that way, right. you know, so if us just giving ourselves that you know whatever that word is is sometimes grace. I mean, huh grace it could be grace yeah giving each other that grace or um that window of understanding that hey you know it just it just is what it is it's not always mm-hmm. somebody flaunting what they have because they may not be flaunting it you mm-hmm. know then you got people that's flaunting then you got people that's not flaunting you right. have people that's lying and they create a whole secret that life that doesn't exist, right? Yeah. And then you got people that's just private. I'm like, no, you don't need to be in my bedroom. You don't need to be in my car. You don't need to be everywhere I'm at. And it's okay. You know? remember, we were like, you don't need to know what sheets I have on my bed. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you need to know what pillows I have on my bed? Right. <laughs> You know, and then some people are very comfortable with letting you inside their home, and that's fine too. Absolutely. You know, or whatever, whatever, you know, steps they take or what have you. And some of some people that you know you live a a, a lifestyle of what you do for a living requires that. You know, 
So that's mm-hmm. why there's this all this out the box perspective. That's why that's what out the box is here for to yeah. enlighten people's, you know, minds and, and spark their brain and say, hey, this is an open, these are open platforms, people to do whatever they want to do. So, yeah. you know, you got to know the person to determine or even care. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you don't know them and then you shouldn't care. You know, but we, we care naturally, you know, and empathize with certain things when when bad things happen. You know, like we don't want people to be catfished. You know, I don't want to see people catfished. I don't want to see people taken advantage of. I don't want to see people killed. I don't want to see people beat up. I don't like all that stuff. You know, I don't like to see people get robbed or find out that they've been robbed or targeted because they're showing too much of their private life. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, in these days and times, in these days and times, it's like that. You know, there's gangs, there's people getting hit up, they're targeting people because people are desperate. And at the same time, they're like, shoot, y'all easy targets. You know? All we gotta do is find you and set up the sting and we got you. Nobody is invincible. So we just got to be cognizant of those things. And I always love when Denzel, when I hear different clips of him talking about, it's okay to have a private life. It's okay to lay low, you know, hustle, doing what you got to do, whatever, and not let the world in on everything. Yes, I believe social media um, breeds a spirit of comparison, which is sabotage from the immediate space, right? Because... If you come through and you let it do, even if you don't want it to, that's the power that it has, this comparison narrative. Everyone's comparing themselves to everything that they're seeing. Right. Um, and you have to learn like how to balance that and right. what you want to take in on social media. What's on your explore page? <laughs> My explore page be a fool sometimes. I be laughing. <laughs> You know, and I try not to, because, you know, we live in a world of now, uh, you say something and that, okay, you're judging, let people do what they want to do. And I'm all for that. But that doesn't mean that I don't get to say, like, those eyelashes look freaking ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? The ones that look so heavy and their eyes be red. And I'm like, is this real? And it be really real. Okay. These young ladies be having five pounds of hair on each lash, and they really be going to get their lashes done, you know, like that. It's a mess. I, when I first seen it, I was like, "What is this?" You know what I'm saying? Like seriously, like what in the world? This can't be real. It's real. It's the season of abundance everywhere. <laughs> I'm trying not to cuss today, okay? Okay. But I was really like, what in the world? WTF? There's some stuff you'd be like, what in the world? You know, you'd be feeling like our old ancestors, our aunties and uncles and mamas would be like, what in the world is y'all doing? Remember when, they were, when rap music first started? What is that? Bump, da-da, bump, da-da, bump, bump. They, they talk about, oh, we don't want to hear, what is that? Right? Uh, we're there. We're there now, but it just seemed like 
the world today is way more off the chain than we were. It's way more off the chain. It's way more in the face. It's Oof. way more over the top excessiveness. Yes. On certain <clears throat> things. As so if like, it could have gotten any further than how it was when we grew up. So, you know, yeah, we was wearing weaves. Okay, cool, you know. Uh, we went from having thick eyelashes to making them real thin. <laughs> Eyebrows. <laughs> we real thin, honey. Yes, we did. We went from wearing tight clothes to baggy, baggy, baggy clothes. You know. It all repeats. Right, it all repeats. Because they got the baggy pants coming back out now. Well, shoot. Oatmeal ain't never stopped wearing the baggy pants. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's just certain things we hold on to. We don't let go. You know, like that uncle that be having the curl forever. He didn't have the Jerry curl since Jerry curl started. Still got the curl. I don't know that's if that's the uncle we trust. I think that's the uncle we have labeled as the one we got to stay away from. No. That's the one. That's keep it real. Keep it one funny. Come on, saying <laughs> true, but stuck in certain evolution. You know, it might not. He might not be evolving. I don't know. Oh Lord, keep but it, no, I'm just saying. Uh, hold this together. Hold this together. I'm trying to stay here with you. I'm trying to stay here before I derail. No, that's okay. Like it's not about derailing. It's about just being, we just, we're chopping it up on certain things. We It's okay to laugh. It's okay to crack a joke. It's okay to not know. Because that's life. Right. It's, it's life. You know, they might be like, God, dog, you know, auntie always got a hat on. I do. I <laughs> do. But sometimes I don't. It just so happens that a lot of the pictures I've been taking lately, I got a hat on. <laughs> so it is what it is you know what I'm saying I'm not trying to switch up for nobody does that make sense like I'm not switching up right now no, but if I you mean, want to still switch up go go back two years ago oh I was switching it up a lot but right mm -hmm. now I'm still in my phase of hats okay. that's my phase that's my phase mm -hmm. you know, it's like you done switched it up on it you done, you done went short and chopped it all the way off now it's kind of blonde pink this is where you are right now, right? Yeah, life is happening. Yeah. And and I'm all in this thing. <laughs> for sure. So yeah. just want to touch bases really quickly on um, any current events that we have going on. Uh, there's always something that's happening. Sure. You know, <clears throat> I have no voice because this weekend I was with... Black Excellence College students is back to school time. I feel like we've had this conversation, cousin. Uh, happy anniversary, right? Um, it's back to school time. And so that energy is always strong. I get to go and be in the midst of the young Black students who are who have decided to go to higher education and pour into them. And it always feels like an, a humble honor, a humble gift. So shout out to all of y'all who are going back to school. It's different this time. Some of you are still, you know, going to school from the house, but some of y'all are back in school. So make sure you find like-minded people going to build with y'all. And I'm... That's, that's what's fresh on my mind right now is all the young 
black excellence going back to school right now and just making sure that they know that they're still supported and yeah. they got they got there they got there and there are people there that they're going to connect with for the rest of their life but while they're there they're going to hold them close and they're going to get out of there but it's that season it's that fall season that's kicking in um the detox is also a current event this is the season where we go inside all over again and detox from the summer and prepare for harvest and a whole different going inside yourself as you were just speaking about being with yourself it's being with yourself season and i think those are like uh some of my two top current events and as usual trying to connect inside and globally with our people for sure and it's it's good thing that you know schools are back um rolling running um that where students are able to be in the classroom um Mm -hmm. was a rough three years very very rough Uh, we've never experienced that here um in the u.s where you know kids couldn't go to school Mm -hmm. and they were being homeschooled Mm -hmm. and parents had to take on the task of you know teaching their children be it one child two child you know two children three children i mean that that was that was rough and a salute to all of y'all that had to do that um because that was tough very very tough um for you know parents to have to do that and uh, especially the single parents, single mothers, single fathers mm-hmm. having to get through those rough times. I've, I've, I've heard several stories. Mm-hmm. I've seen several things occur because, you know, everybody's home life ain't cool. Right. You know, a lot of uh, parents just drop their children off at school to let right. the teachers deal with them. So and some of them kids be happy to leave home. Yes. And to be amongst other kids and yes. get away from whatever was going on at the house so them having to be at home was tough that very was- very tough um a lot of high school students did not graduate um uh was it was told to me mm-hmm. at least from one high school here in dallas on the south side at least 300 students did not graduate high school so there's a lot that that we're dealing with um with that shutdown and with the covid there's so many un- so many things that are unseen that's happening mm. that mm. you know we just have to take it you know one day at a time and and uh you know all those who are who love to be active in the community or maybe you start out being active and you're not active anymore. We need you. You know, they need me. They need mm-hmm. you where we're needed um, yes. in, certain, in certain areas. So if there's some type of volunteer or some type of skill set that you, you can provide to give back to the kids and or start a, your own nonprofit, yes. you know, to, for mental health or, you know, from financial literacy or to help them get jobs, whatever. I right. mean, a lot of people got affected, not just mm-hmm. the kids, adults as well. Mm-hmm. So um, those are just a few things I wanted to, to say as far as, you know, how um, we're still trying to get yes. education, get the part of education up and back rolling 
um, for our kids and for our youth from from kindergarten, from preschool all the way up to, to college graduates. You know, everybody, everybody was affected. Yes. We're I'm still glad. trying to, to get adapted to this new world that we live in. This new yes. surrounding, um, because a lot has changed. Yes. And a lot is still the change. It's still the same. I'm glad you lifted up the fact that that system failed 300 high school students in Dallas. Yes. That system failed those students. <clears throat> the system failed those students. Right. Just like you said, we were still, we're looking at education to see how that educational system is responsible from K all the way up, just like you said. Yeah. And the teachers, you know, aren't getting paid enough and they getting, you know, it's, Salute to the teachers right now because you're back in there and yes. you're you're, yes. you're dealing with yes. the system and yes. you're dealing with all types of children. Yes. And you know, their mental health yes. that was affected by yes. you know what transpired. So there's a lot going on. And you know, those of us who lost loved ones during right. the time. You know, I'm a I'm a new person. I'm I'm going through a transition. Yes. You know, my whole family foundation right. got rocked and changed again. I say. You know, in the mid in the beginning of that. Mm-hmm. And so as I would have wanted to bury my father and how we would want to want to like the big celebration and have services in three, you know, three different mm-hmm. states, we didn't get a chance to do that. Right. You know, and not to say that it won't ever happen. But, you know, we didn't get a chance to do it. So, you know, that hurt. Yes. You know, not not being able to be, you know, in his presence mm-hmm. um, because of what was going on in the shutdowns. Um, when, you know, during his last days, you know, I had to deal with that, too. You know, we're all dealing with <clears throat> something. So, you know, we got to be kind to one mm-hmm. another. We are in the residual phase of 2020. People say post-COVID, but we're like, no, you can't even use the word post. We are in the residual phase, mm-hmm. but we are being impacted still by those hard pieces we had to go through. Right. For Great sure. lessons coming through that period. Yeah. And we, you know, a lot of us had to transition and make changes. And there were some great things that happened during that time. Like, it's just a, life is a balance. And you don't know when what's going to happen. Be, you know, my father may pass away, but I've got many yes. promotions and many yes. blessings as well. Yes. So, you know, yes. you just got to understand that life is full of those, uh, all those different pieces. Mm-hmm. At the same time. At the same time. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. At the same time. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to use myself as an example. I know I rarely do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, or I might, you know, talk about some experience that I've seen, whether it was me or someone else. You know, mm-hmm. anytime I talk about something, it's not just coming from a single place. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because, you know, a lot of people, People talk to people like us. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We're exposed and we know a, a lot of people. Right. So mm-hmm. we can help tell stories or give perspective yes. that it's not just coming from one place. Yes. And I'm so glad you said that too. The danger of a single story. We're trying to give these out-the-box perspectives. Well, not trying. We are. 
right. out the box perspectives and other out the box perspectives will, you know, continue to grow. But that's the whole point because we just want you to just keep thinking even deeper about these subjects and how they may be impacting you in your life. So seeds always being planted, whether we agree or disagree. For sure. Yes. And um, just to touch on some things that um, was happening. Well, and I know quite a few people that are still catching COVID, still have caught COVID, have, have taken the vaccine. So, you know, we yep. just got to, you know, continue to, to try to push to live healthy lifestyles, you know, eating right and uh, feeding our spirit with the right things and, you know, um, growing in all areas, mental, physical, spiritual, financial, you know, investing in the right things, <laughs> not buying stuff that's that's not really going to um, be lucrative for mm-hmm. us in the future. All that because you know the the, the buying the, the housing market is a fool. You know what I'm saying? So there's just so much going on, mm-hmm. and so just you know find your your peace, find your happiness, tap into your joy. Yes, because that is what's most important, right? Yes. But you know, protect your peace. We talk about protecting peace uh, and what that really means. You know. Uh, avoiding conflict that, uh, no, avoiding hard conversations is not protecting peace. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. okay. But avoiding conflict <laughs> is, but avoiding hard conversation is not protecting peace because avoiding hard conversation means it's still going to be there and you're going to have to come up. You no, know what I mean? But it don't go away. It's not. It's not. We all have to deal with it. So mm. it's not something that is anybody is exempt from we all have to deal with that so um through that talked about protecting the peace last week and something else i wanted to highlight um was when you talked about streets when you say streets right yeah me and you don't have the same outlook right 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 Cause I don't want people to think, oh, she thinks she hard, she banging, you know what I'm saying? You know, she working in the set. Who is she? She ain't gonna do nothing. She ain't gonna fight. It ain't none of that in my in my. <laughs> none of that. I'm not thinking about any of that. That's not my my perception. So when she says streets and I say hood, to me hood is all inclusive and we're going to get into that because that is the topic of discussion for today what's really hood but we're going to let Drea tell you what she means by streets when I say streets of course it's always going to be contextual Um, so let me just put that out there depends on the context in which I say it in in which I can really answer that question but streets yeah that's me. I grew up in the streets. I'm from the streets. I grew up with a street code. I grew up with having to be street smart, knowing how to navigate the streets. Um, and there are certain lessons that you get in the streets uh, that people get other places. And for me, those lessons um, came in the streets. And when I say the streets, y'all, like I just mean like I grew up in 
what society may refer to as an urban area, uh, an inner city area, uh, an ethnic enclave. Um, and there are certain ways that you have to live according to uh, your day to day. And it's unfortunate, but it's a code of survival. And when you grow up in the code of survival, it's a difficult, uh, it's a difficult pressure that you feel on your chest every day. And when you um, no longer live in those communities, you remember that it was like a fight for you just to make it through so many each day, right? Each day. And so you adopting that as a part of your like level of knowing how to navigate the space and the lessons that came with that never leave you. And it is something that you respect because it taught you. So when I say it, I'm also giving honor to the fact that I learned some tough life lessons growing up in, in Richmond, growing up in Oakland, that you can't experience if you also lived in similar environments. Uh, that's what I mean. I mean that I grew up with certain experiences that the way in which certain things are going to be interpreted within those codes might be different um, in other spaces. And so that for me sometimes will be the first thing that I'll think of. And then I'll have a different opinion, but the way I first were introduced to it and how I was taught is always going to come with me because for you to really understand the good in me, you got to understand the hood in me. And it, it really is what raised me where I grew up. So it's anybody's, community and environment they, that they grew up in. But that's just how how I identify. And when I say streets, I'm talking about my neighborhood. I'm, I'm talking about how I grew up, what I went through, how I became a product of my environment, all of these different things and how I kind of also kind of evolved out of those spaces, but still carry so much of that with me because it's my resilience. But, and people get that in different spaces, you know, in different places. Yeah. Right. And see... I experience very similar things. Okay. I just don't call it street. Right, right. I call it the hood. I yeah. call it the urban community. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I just wanted to to clarify that because you said it several times. Like I grew yeah. up streets, you know, as if I didn't, but I'm not going to, I don't identify like I grew up streets because I don't want nobody to, to feel, because this is me. Some some people's perception of that mm-hmm. is that you was on the corner slanging nickel bags, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that, you know. But that that's true. Right, right. But for me, no. But right. for me, yeah, those were my friends, some of my friends. You yes. know, but I had friends that was doing that. I had friends that went to church with me. I had friends that went to school with me. You know, I had friends that didn't make it, but there was still a code in that urban community, mm-hmm. right? In mm-hmm. that hood. So, you know, when I had mentioned boys in the hood, there were several different types of families on that street, right? Mm-hmm. But they were all from the hood. Mm-hmm. And there's this untrue surface stereotype if you don't have bullet holes and stab wounds, if you're not talking about fighting, if they don't know what your street cred is, that you didn't come from there. And it was like, no, that is completely, completely, untrue. completely yes. untrue. You know, my church 
was in the hood. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That I went to many people's churches that I grew up with was in the hood. They was not mm-hmm. in good areas. Mm-hmm. It was right smack dead in the middle. Exactly. So, a lot exactly. of the high schools were right smack dead in the middle of the hood. Exactly. The, the one that I started off going to in the ninth grade and the one I transferred to that was a visual and performing arts school. It was mm. in the hood, in the P, okay? But all types of students were bussed in to the mm-hmm. school. Mm-hmm. And so guess what happens in in in, in the hood? You, you call it streets, I call it hood. Mm-hmm. There's so many things that are birthed from there. Absolutely. We are yeah. both products of that. Absolutely. So I'm not trying to get a hood card or a black card. I got it. And can't nobody take it away. Period. You know, but you have to know someone's background. But that doesn't mean that I'm not exposed to um, being spiritual. It's not, you know, that I wasn't exposed to, you know, getting to know the Lord because in our time zone, right? Mm-hmm. When we grew up and when we were born, you think about when, and this is something I thought about later on in my 40s, I didn't even think about it this deep. Um, growing up that our parents either your grandmama or your mom and your daddy would lived in the time of inter- segregation okay because integration did not happen until the late mm-hmm. 60s right okay so they come in fresh <laughs> fresh off of integration mm-hmm. and they're trying to live and build in a society that doesn't like them still still not giving them fair op- opportunities and equal opportunities yeah you know they were they built a platform for us to try to bounce off of the best way that they could yeah right? yeah and so community was our biggest place exactly. to to learn, to build, and to help each other, right? Because most people um, were poor or middle class, right? There was yeah. a class, of, there definitely a class of black people that, you know, had more, right? But that's not the biggest percentage. It wasn't the biggest percentage. I say maybe what? 15, 10%. And, you know, 85, 90% was, you know, middle class to poor, right? Because everybody was trying to find their way. They were trying to find their way in this place that didn't, that used, that used us to build off, that, that erased your, your, you know, your beginnings. They tried to erase your history, steal your history, remix your history. <laughs> right? We had to be in history class like do-do-do-do-do. Right? <laughs> because it was uh, we knew this was a whole hoax. <laughs> mm-hmm. We had to sit through it. 
yeah. to try to get a C, A, B, whatever you wanted to try to get. Even though even your teachers were telling you things that you know was completely false. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. we were we had to be in other spaces that taught us what was correct. Come on, because I feel like all the points that you have discussed lead to the dominant white narrative's perception. Mm-hmm. A conversation around hood, urban streets, like all of that, needing to define that for the public, uh, all that comes out of this white supremacist lens. Even you spoke about the fact that our people came in societies that they weren't even welcomed in. Again, white folks, white dominant narrative looking for societal, social acceptance and oppression. I mean, acceptance and approval. Streets told us, fuck that. We don't give a fuck. We don't give a fuck. You don't need to know my background. I give no fucks. I give no fucks how you feel or you think about me. You don't need to know my background. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. So because we start people trying to get that grace the correct way and they will so-called respectable way. They weren't giving it. Right now, my cousin got a picture of Tupac right behind her. I cannot even not talk about this because Pac gonna be the first one to say, we picking the door. We picking a lot. Coming through the door blasting because this is what has done to our mental. This is what that shit has done to our mental, where we have to operate in society constantly thinking about what motherfuckers is going to accept and approve about us. That is that every that has been a thread of everything that we kind of talked about in these last three points. And the connecting root, white supremacy. My opinion. My opinion, not necessarily my cousin's opinion, y'all. My opinion, white supremacy. Yeah. Well, if, if when you want to go back to certain uh, ways of oppression, most definitely, you know, some of the rooted ways, rooted oppression, rooted yeah. oppression yeah. that was set up. But yeah. when do then? Then here's here's my my um, take. Okay. We have to be accountable because they're not absolutely going to never teach you what's right. <laughs> right? Yes. Okay. So that means we have to be accountable. When I mean we, I mean the urban community, the people that have wake, woke up some more. You know what I mean? Because we're yeah. constantly waking up. We definitely don't know everything. And we'll we'll never know everything, but we desire to. And you know, our ancestors desire to know a little bit more, right? Than what their ancestors did. And they had to walk a path that was unwalked before. And so then we were we are in spaces now where we have to we had to walk, you know, paths that haven't been walked before. And we should be learning and growing more and more and more. Right? Yeah. But in certain areas, we fight each other. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And yeah. we need to stop fighting each other and stop thinking that we're better than each other. You know why? Because the majority of our roots are the same. Okay. We only as strong as our weakest link. <laughs> right. The symptom of white supremacy thinking. Right. And so, you know, yes. What we really come from, yes, is kings and queens, you know, know, that is the true essence (laughs) of who you are, right? She just spitting facts, y'all. She just spitting facts. 
they put us in, in, in low poverty areas and take away all the opportunities because they've been knowing that. So they want the goodness from you, but then they want to punk you to make you feel like you're not worthy enough. And then they want to dangle these luxury items in front of you that they is their family's last name. That ain't our family's last name. I'm richer. Come on, capitalism. So, so it's like, I don't, hey, and don't get me wrong. Yeah, I got a Dose Gabbana bag, a Louis bag, a Gucci bag, you know, certain things. But I do not engulf into that because I ain't trying to give them people all my money. You know, y'all already got money. All right. Y'all already got it. And I'm not going to continue to take from my community and keep building yours up. I want to give my community Come on. bread. I want to put into the the black designers. I want Come them on. to blow up and grow. Right? Yes. yes. I don't want them to take advantage of their people, but I want you to put a tag on it of your worth. Yes, please do. Yes. You know, how can we continue to push the, that out there, you know, for us to grow for what a lot of stuff that we started. Exactly. You know, because we're the prize. You're the prize. Come on. You're Come on. the prize. Come on. So, you know, we, we what we keep every year or two, every two years, we're boycotting a major brand, right? Mm-hmm. And that disrespects us, the black culture, mm-hmm. the, you know, the melanin culture. They, they do it. They go do it every two years. Somebody going to do something. Yeah. You yep. know what I'm saying? So yep. I see this week they're boycotting Adidas because they did uh, Kanye wrong with the Yeezys. Yep. Then they made yep. a replica of the Yeezys and yep. sell them. You know? Post check. Those are post checks. They be trying to check the post of the people through pop culture, through fashion, through through high industry. Through, through, I feel like they're post checks now because mm-hmm. these these are the how this is the algorithm, right? They trying to see what the algorithm is going to do. They're post checks. How organized are they? <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, and they know they're gonna be able to get some of us. You know what I'm saying? And and and, and it, you hey, everybody is can do whatever you wanna do in life, right? But you know, ultimately what's gonna make you feel good is you. Yes. On the on the inside. But, you know what I'm saying? But you spoke and, the, the the people power that we have. Right. The the right. money power that we have. Your right. individual and and the collective. Right. <laughs> they they want to keep us in a cycle. Yes. They do. Right. It's a brainwash cycle. Yeah, that kind of like they know. know they know we love the they knew we love the Bible because when they found us, they was like, what's going on here? Right? Girl. So they took it, did some remix, used it <laughs> to their advantage, right? And so, you know, our people was like, uh, yeah, we supposed to use this, but Massa, that ain't how we supposed to be using it, right? Master was using our word against us. Come on. And remixed it. You know, because even us growing up, you know, we, in in our times, you know, in the 70s. Bomb she just dropped. Master level was reversed. 
you know, but we when when you grow up in the hood, so we 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 done got into it already. We done roll all the way into it. When you grow up in the hood, in our time, this yes. is the this is pre technology. Everything had to be passed down to you in wisdom, Ooh. right? And how do you get the wisdom through? experience experiences so our ancestors poured into us the way that they could even if some stuff was wrong because they had to learn that white jesus was fake right <laughs> we had to learn that white jesus was fake i so knew sometimes it. people I knew talk it. when they hear us talk about jesus they be like oh they still they 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 don't know no we're not talking about white jesus <laughs> because we understand when we was in Sunday school class and we was yeah. looking at the Sunday school book and it said his hair was this wool. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm saying it wrong, but when they was describing yes. what Jesus looked like. And then you look yeah. at this picture that they had in the book that all these white people were like, this don't match up. This does not match up. Right? Yeah. With all due respect, I honor Christ's consciousness. Right. Yes. Yeah. But the thing is, is that religion has certain people. Some people are, are caught up in religion and then their spirituality, right? And our people practiced Christianity, but not the way that that some people have remixed it, right? <laughs> And so there's there's this there's there's this you know until you grow spiritually and learn that they it was the re, some remix going on, then you're going to be kind of confused, or you may think somebody is is speaking in 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 the remix way, and they're really not. I'm not speaking in the remix way because I had to also learn, and I'm still learning, right? Right? But we are spiritual people. Everybody is a spiritual being, but mm-hmm. our culture practice spirituality on so many. Oh my goodness, that's why we have a connection. Mm-hmm. And they saw that how deep this connection was, but they couldn't get it. They still don't get it unless they choose to figure out the, the base and the real truth. And some people do know the truth, but our people need to understand the truth. Yeah, I'm just like, you gotta, you, gotta want, you gotta want to. That's why gospel music is so amazing. But then people are like, I don't like gospel, and gospel don't pay a lot. But gospel is the root and the foundation. Because you okay? gotta chase that root. Right. Go All those root. religions come from a root. Right. Those are the remixes of the root. <laughs> and those are the things that I have come to learn create a separation between you and God. They don't yeah. tell you that God is in you in the way in which you need to really understand who you are. They create, at least my understanding, they create a hierarchy, a separation, a box. And we saying, get out that box. Yeah. Like, (laughs) in the box of a personal relationship. That's, that. yeah, that's in your side, your spirit. So that's you coming in, you ain't in no box, right? That's your freest place. (laughs) Definitely. But, Getting, I'm sorry. You know, we we always talk about all of the things on out the box when we talk when we have a topic, because yeah. we are all of the things. So, like Dr. Moore explained, you know, when she gave her 
description, experience, you know, and perception of the hood. It that ties into all of those true. things, all of the things. That and and we're both all of the things. So yes, we're educated. Okay. And in, in a mm-hmm. lot of in our beginning, our education book wise, where did it start? It started in the hood. Okay. And in the hood you had the the different experiences and what you were exposed to. I had friends that went to to, to better schools. So there weren't any it there wasn't any graffiti on the desk, right? <laughs> there was there the uniforms fit. Uniform. You know, Yes, like uniforms like for track and basketball and football. The uniforms weren't faded. They weren't too small. They had enough, okay? But at the hood school, it was not like that. So I was exposed to both. But Mm -hmm. I had to go to a school outside of my, my hood. Okay. But I went to another hood, but the school was a special school in the hood. Most, there was more graduates from other neighborhoods that graduated over the amount of graduates that was from the neighborhood, if that makes any sense. Wow. Because okay. at first I was like, so they pulled their top ranking students and brought y'all into that school. But then you're like, our numbers superseded the other schools. So that's like even more wow. Well, no, no. Our numbers didn't. If we want to talk about who actually lived in that neighborhood. I I mean, the number of graduates. You said the number of graduates were larger. No, no, no. Least. Least. Smallest number. Correct. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so they pulled the top. They pulled the top. Mm-hmm. And brought y'all right, to- but it was a multicultural mm-hmm. environment. Mm-hmm. We would have multicultural day yes. at, this, at, at at the high school that I graduated from, like a gifted school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there was everybody. It was Vietnamese, Chinese, yeah, Black, Hispanic, mm-hmm. um, Indian. I mean, we would have the world. Yeah, you know. So it's it's so it's so crazy sometimes that you know I always talk about being exposed and expose mm-hmm. yourself because you have to if yeah. you wanted to learn more about what's out there and what's going on around you right you know and then I went to to college to a black school right with all different type of black people yes. from different backgrounds yes we might be black but the environment some of the things are the same but some of the stuff is different some of the clothes we wore some of the slang we use some of the meaning of the slang we use right some of the way we cook our food what type of food do we what type of food they don't eat yeah but there was the commonality the root yes and when you go to the black school, that's what they, they they take you back to the root and teach you from the root. Come on. Okay. And so, yeah, it's 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 more kids that's that didn't come from a whole lot of money than it is the kids that came from a whole lot of money at HBCUs. 
-hmm. because they're giving you the opportunity, right? To learn from your root and then expose you to people from all over the world. Mm -hmm. You know, but they always say, oh, these schools don't have enough, a whole lot of money. So guess what? Sometimes HBCUs is like a bigger hood, okay? <laughs> but a hood where you learn. So it's all of how you think about it. You mean like a bigger community? The community just gets right. enlarged. A bigger, bigger yeah. urban community. Because the hood is good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you learn more. From coming from the hood, then not. Which is why some people believe that integration was not the answer and that it was Correct. going to it was one of the worst decisions we ever made as a people. Right. Martin Luther King, he he he, you know, he said that he didn't know if that was a good idea after it happened. Because he didn't think about all those other details, right? Mm-hmm. And how they treated us once we were integrated in the Correct. process of becoming integrated. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you're from the hood, you, like now I have to go back to the, I have to go inside of the hood to get certain things, right? <laughs> I gotta go there to get certain things from my cult, our cultural mm-hmm. background. If I want some good soul food, I'm gonna have to cook it myself. I'm gonna have to go <laughs> to the hood to get it. Most definitely, because why? They don't have soul food restaurants in nine hoods. That's the problem. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because they discriminate. Most of the churches, other cities, a lot of churches. Well, now, you know, we've excelled in that area because churches are nonprofit organizations. And so, you know, we, we will, we, they might start off in the hood and then grow. And then they're able to build, you know, outside in a different area. But most of them are still right next to it, if not in it. Even your big mega churches, okay? So that is where we, you know, commune together, where where we used to. Because that was the safe space for us to, one of the safe spaces for the Black community to commune together, right? Mm -hmm. To build, to grow. Um, We learned a lot there. Yes. Some people did. You know, everybody's experience is not the same because some some churches was faulty. Mm -hmm. They wasn't right. Mm -hmm. You know, that's Mm -hmm. just the way life is going to be. But when you know you in somewhere that's faulty, that means you need to get up out of there if you can, mm-hmm. right? And seek seek a, a place where it's more it's it's real and true. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I think we talk about things so blanket sometimes, and we have to let people know that it's it, it's deeper than that. Because we live in a world now that they of, of snippets of of memes. Uh, one verse <laughs> you know what I'm saying it's so much more than those small pieces yeah. right. and, and, and that is why I wanted to talk about what's really hood because there's what's so many great things that came from there okay there's pretty girls there there's smart females there there's handsome men there there's 
you know, smart boys, you know, there's families. Yes, there's single parents. Yes, there's no parents. Yes, it's grannies who raise kids. Yes, it's aunts that raise, raise kids. Yes, it's, you know, um, orphans. But there's some of everything there. There's great things too. And we don't talk about, we don't highlight enough of what good things are there. But we let people come in and take that shit. Or we let them come in and see what it is that we like and what we do. And so then they go and build things or they go and sell products or they set up whole beauty supply stores and they're not even black. They set that up for us so they can make money off of us. And we go to them because they got the hookup. We know we can find what we need there and they're not going to overprice it. Yes. Right? Yes. And that goes back to the whole thing of like having to be fuck sorry i know you're not cussing today but i'm bringing them in sorry the whole societal acceptance and approval piece to a certain degree because it is all about you stereotype me for being like this or being from this place or devaluing this place that's my biggest piece i'm gonna give value to the hood or value to the streets because people devalued it but then want to come and profit profit off of it like you said they want to yeah. come and profit yeah. off of it and not give the true credit where it's due. So, you know, again, why? We're not giving that no credence, but it's money in the ghetto, like Tusha said, and I'm going to leave it alone. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> the money is in the ghetto, baby. The money is in the hood. That's why your, your Asian homie come and set up all the beauty supply stores. That's why your Arabian set up all yeah. the gas stations mm-hmm. and that's why and the liquor stores because they know we us we finna be up in there like swim we're spending all our money even if we ain't got no money we gonna get the money to to buy those products right so- but i do believe there's an awareness that is happening thanks again to so many years of people living that because we do have folks, shout out to Earn Your Leisure, Financial Literacy, uh, The Budgetista. Those are two like top social media platforms I'm throwing out there right now that are really providing path, you know, financial literate pathways for folks to learn to break that, right? Which you're exactly speaking about. And because they're dropping this seeds and it's becoming trendy now, people are like, well, wait a minute. They're having some awareness around it. So right. hopefully... And, and- for sure. And, and social media has given so many people that the platform to be able to become millionaires and you right. know, make seven figures and all of that. And they, they need to just, you know how they, they to, to get their business smart on with it. Okay. You know how to make money. Now, how are you going to continue to make money and make it last? You know how to flip it, how to invest it, you know, go get you a business degree, right? You know, yes. so you'll have that in your belt. Then you go start sitting at different tables with, you know, other people and other individuals, you know, in the business world and you continue to, to build off of that. And so that's education is still a good piece to have, um, you know, in, in your, in your growth process. And a lot of people, you know, that have come out of the hood. It's like they always want to talk about the story of, you know, they, they people like the story of somebody getting it out the mud, right? People always use the story of getting it out, getting it out the mud. 
and getting it out the mud. I'm one of those people. Right, 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 right. But getting it out the mud, I have a getting it out the mud story too, but people feel like, oh, you got two parents. You didn't get it out the mud. Maybe not like you, but you know, I still had to get it out the mud more than one time, right? You know, because life comes with ups and downs and you might hit rock bottom at any time. You may be on top, the world changes, all types of things happen. You evolve and you grow in life. So we don't talk about those things, right? We don't talk about it. We don't talk well, about I it. Do. People, people think that getting it out the mud, it was like, oh, you didn't get it out the mud like me. This ain't no comparison story, okay? Nobody's story should be a comparison. It should be that from wherever God had you, right? Whatever slot he had you in, what did you do to grow from that? What I've never heard do? people say that before. I've never heard people, people say do, People do make that. a difference. I, I don't have to hear them say it. I've experienced it. Yeah. Okay? From all types of people. Mm-hmm. All right? And it's like, oh, they got a surface judgment. Even, mm-hmm. even family. They have a surface judgment. They're comparison. They're mm-hmm. comparing right and they take no um people take no consideration of yeah in certain times of your life you may or you will you will have to get it out the mud okay so there's different um aspects to that Mm -hmm. right it's different it's different it's just not one-dimensional Yes, I'm listening for understanding. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's not, it's not one dimensional. Right, that's what I'm just. That's what I'm just. That's what I'm trying to say is that it's not one dimensional. Right, right. And and all of us have endured some type of pain. And you're going alive. (laughs) Right, if you alive, if you black, you're going to, or you have. And you're going to continue. So it's just, it's a cycle of knowing how to get through your painful experiences and learning your lesson and everything. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And so what's really hood? What's really hood? What's really hood? Okay. What's really hood? That's, that's why I wanted to say what's really hood. What's really hood is usually like what's really going on. Like when I hear that saying, it's like what's really going on. What's really going on? What's up with it? What's really popping? What's really dope? Like beneath the surface on a more depth level. Right. Because when we when a lot of the the even okay, I mean we were talking about shows and how we mm-hmm. have different um shows to watch from the for the black culture you know mm-hmm. and we're not monolithic and mm-hmm. i didn't mention this when i had totally forgot at in those moments because we were in the moment and it was just it just felt so good mm-hmm. to, to even just you know talk about um our our different uh um stories yeah and i'm glad you bring that in because again, so, you might assume you don't watch shows like that right but i watched bel-air mm-hmm. Bel Air was good too. Okay. On Peacock. Mm-hmm. Bel Air was very good. They lived mm-hmm. in Bel Air. Mm-hmm. All right. But they wasn't from Bel Air. 
They mm-hmm. made it to Bel Air, but they mm-hmm. wasn't from Bel Air. Their roots were from the hood. Their roots mm-hmm. were from the black culture. Mm-hmm. That's where their roots came from, right? Mm-hmm. And they yield and they and they excelled. But in their environment, they were still kind of an outcast, right? Okay. They still had to, and and the people that they were amongst, you know, when they they invited over their black friends, they okay. still they still was black black. You know what I'm saying? They still had the stories of the culture. Okay. Right. Because that is who you are when you go when you go back home. All right. And you're going to mix and mingle in different environments per whatever it is. So on certain business levels, you may be in another environment or you may live like now. We don't live in the hood. I don't live in the hood. Okay. You don't live in the hood. I do live in the hood. I'm you sorry. do not live in the hood. Stop playing. Nobody needs to know where I live. But I'm not going to tell them exactly where you I live. Know. I'm going to say exactly where I live. But you don't live in no hood. No, I do not. So stop playing. You know no. what I'm saying? It's okay. No. I'm right. not it's playing. Okay. I don't play about right. that. Right. I just don't tell people where I live. Right. And I didn't say, <laughs> I didn't say where you live. Yeah. I didn't yeah. say where I lived either. But I don't mm-hmm. live in the hood. And it's okay. But we know what's going on there because we're from there. And we visit there and we go back and we volunteer and we do things. And you have students that are from there. I mean, it's still there. I don't feel separated from it like that. Like I, didn't, I didn't, I didn't separate it. No, I I'm saying me. I don't feel like I didn't. I don't feel, I don't say I feel separated. Yes. But you said last week how they feel. And I'm like, you know, to myself, how is it how they feel when you're from there? So it's just how we say certain things sometimes and mm-hmm. the interpretation of it. Yeah. Because I didn't separate myself from it. I just said I don't live there. Yeah. Go back. Go there. Those words felt like separation. And so for me, when I was processing what you were saying, yeah, it didn't resonate. And that's how I felt when you said yeah. that last week, when you were yeah. like, well, they have more yeah. understanding than other. Like, who is that? You mean us? I just didn't stop you and say that. Do you, you see what I'm saying? That. I didn't say that. No, I was in, we was in a mode. We was in a zone. And sometimes when we're in zones and you may interject or vice versa, I may interject. We don't have the same interpretation. Exactly. And that's why we're breaking that down now. You know, yeah. it doesn't mean your interpretation is bad or mine is bad. That is what out the box is about. And we're here to be examples and to talk about it. Yes. And show y'all how we don't even be. They hear us say this at least once a month. We do not agree. We do not come from the same perspectives. And this is how it shows up. Correct. But we still here to seek understanding from each other. Yes. Right. And that's life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And love. Correct. Exactly. So she say streets, I say hood. <laughs> you know, yes. it just is what it is. Yes. You know, we we've been exposed to different things, but we still it was a fight for the both of us to get up out of there. P- period. 
but it's still a good place. But there's certain things that, you know, you learn while you're there. Survival skills, you know, being on your toes, looking around, looking over your shoulder, not in a scary way. But you put your backpack down and turn around and that mud be gone. I'm just saying. (laughs) You run inside, use the bathroom, you done left your bike on the the grass and you come back and it's gone. Yeah, what was you thinking, right? Shoes on the porch, gone. (laughs) (laughs) But that didn't happen every day. You might have left it on the outside a couple of times. You know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. Let's let's right. bring that part in there too, right? Right. Because depending on where you live, they knew who bike that was. They exactly. knew who bike that was laying on that grass. <laughs> <laughs> but what you learn is to look over your shoulder because you don't want, you know, that 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 gives you those that skill set. Yeah. You know? Yes. And 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 the of survival skills and just certain things that you know, you learn when you come from the hood because there's all types of things yes. going on there. Right. It's like you grew up with this understanding that you had to have common sense and street sense, or like my yeah. mom would call it uh, common sense and book sense. And, and book you know, smarts, street smarts. Yeah. They were just trying, and then spirituality, you know. They, they, you know, more so they always wanted us to go to church. So there was thugs that was at church. Everybody was at mm-hmm. church mm-hmm. because they want, they put you there because they want that, that spirit yes. to get that, that, that spirit inside of you. Yes. That's what it was really all about. Yes. Yes. And that's because that's all they, that's what they knew to do mm-hmm. from the generations above them, above them. That's what they knew to do. Yeah. We trying to get closer to God. Correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what they knew to do. Yeah. And so, you know, what's really hood? It's it's really a, a a a big, as I like to say, gumbo pot of a lot of things. Yeah. A lot of people. Yeah. Doctors, lawyers, judges, nurses, professors, presidents, bank presidents, entrepreneurs. Mansions, right? Private schools with high ass tuition. <laughs> you know, a lot of people come from this. A lot of a lot of money come out of the hood. A lot of educated people come out the hood. So let's let's make light. We're we're here to make light of that because we know it to be true. Know it to be. So we're giving you the out the box perspective. Of what's really hood. Okay. Period. Okay. That's on period, right? On period. Gotcha. Which I still feel is connected to, you know, I got to say this, which I still feel is connected to like respectability politics and speaking against that voice, like the, the need to like, Break that down. Where does that come from? Where does that we come have to? From? We can't be so. We can't be too blanket these days. Who are we breaking every, down? And it's not. It's not about white people. It's who not we just about. Who it's we not just you, me, other black folks. Because again, you can't expect people 
to to have the same experience, to interpret, or to even know like you know. You can't expect that. I do not. Okay, so that's why we're here to break it down. It isn't. It's very important because you want people to understand that hood has multiple definitions. Multiple things come from okay the hood. What's really hood? Okay. And you say street, somebody else may say streets again. I'm not street. I'm not from the streets and I'm not for the streets. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> she's not for the streets. Right. I'm not for the streets. Y'all know what she's I'm not from the streets. Yeah. Somebody might be like, you was hooking on the streets, you was slanging, you know, nickel bass. What was you doing? No, no, because that word has been used for that too. No, I didn't live on the streets. No, I did not. Okay. Okay. So that's why I said we have different interpretations. Mm-hmm. Because it's some, you know, I got I got some family and got some friends from the street. You know what I'm saying? They're from the ghetto, and they be like, "You ain't from the ghetto." I sure ain't. You know what I'm saying? Not the one you talking about. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or you don't you don't want to do. You don't do ghetto stuff, not the not the stuff. No, not not certain things. You know what I mean? No, I don't, because so it's it's kind of we can't always be blanket. It can't you can't always be blanket. That's what I'm saying from experience. You can't always be blanket. You got to get into certain details there. Okay, you know, because I don't need nobody to check. My gangster in a certain way to no, 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 I'm not there with it. No, I'm not. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but okay. that still doesn't mean, you know, just like example, when Trey, Trey and Doughboy, when Doughboy and all the homies, little Chris and everybody was in the car, right? To go mm-hmm. shoot up the dudes that killed um, Ricky. <laughs> Sorry, it's not what funny. That, but I'm just, I'm just explaining. I'm just trying to break it down. I'm giving a good analogy, giving yes. a visual of this. Yes, okay? yes. For understanding. So yes. they all lived. They lived on the same block. They was yes. friends, like brothers, right? Yeah. And, and Trey and Ricky went to school. You know, Trey yeah. worked at the Fox Hills Mall. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ricky played sports, but Ricky had a baby mama. He had an in-house girlfriend with a baby. But he was about to go to college, right? On a scholarship. But he got killed. He didn't make it out. Okay? The hood killed him. Mm -hmm. So, and they knew he was trying to be better. Okay? They knew that. They knew he was an athlete and trying to be better. So, Trey was his bestie. Uh, And and Ricky gets killed. Mm Mm-hmm. Trey had the opportunity to get in the car and go kill the killers, mm-hmm. right? But mm-hmm. he also knew he was going to go to school, right? Mm-hmm. So he was in the car, and mm-hmm. then he was like, let me out. <laughs> mm-hmm. you, you understand what I'm saying? He said, yeah. let me out. Right. Although... He wasn't toting a gun every day, right? Although that wasn't what he did. Mm -hmm. He was still connected, right? 
mm-hmm. and he still could have been a part of the killing, but he was like, I, don't, I can't do that. And right. then they, they respected it and let him out the car. Yes, yes. So mm-hmm. what I'm saying is you can still be from it, mm-hmm. the hood, yes. still be exposed to different things, still be about ready to do something. Yes. Maybe you do something, but you're not that deep, you know? Yes in certain areas, right? And be able to make it out because you can make a choice that keeps you in the cycle. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Of your survival, of your surroundings, of how you had to survive. Right? Just like you had Brandy, who was Trey's girlfriend. But some of the other homegirls, you know, they was drinking the forties and 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 not really giving it, you know, giving the darn and they I mean they really didn't go in depth into their character, right? But I kind of pretty much knew what the character was. Mm-hmm. And then there was Nia Long's character who also went off and went to school. But she still was from that hood and she still lived on that street. Mm-hmm she was exposed to and could have gotten uh you know wrapped up in different things right right but she mm-hmm. didn't so all to say i I'm, i like i use that as an analogy a lot mm-hmm. because some people don't understand because they equate hood streets with something negative and that's that's why I said I don't give a fuck to that, right? Right. Be You're clear. saying you don't give a fuck to it, but even your own people. But even are in their brain, no, no, no. Even your own people that. don't know how to separate. That's so not my issue to hold. It's not about being your issue. I don't have a problem with breaking it down because I want people to see the light and stop see, making yes. it so dark. Okay. So what's really hood? That's okay. what the name of this podcast was and topic. And we done broke it all the way down today. Yeah. Because again, the girl still feels like I've learned over time to have to explain that particular piece. It don't it's bother rooted. me. I know it's rooted in a place that... Um, I question who really needs that definition or those understandings. Um, and so I receive that you're doing that out of a place of love. You're you're giving that to people from a place of love. And understanding because my yeah. own people, my own people don't get it. So yeah. that is not, when I talk about it, I'm really not talking about it from a white supremacy standpoint or for a white person to understand. It's, it's for my people. It's for my people. Your people have been infected with white supremacy. It's a symptom of white supremacy. Right. But they it, it we have to break it down. Yeah, and, and exactly that's what, that's what that's what to me, that's what you and I are here for. And those yes. people like us, your David Banners and whoever else had whoever else knows it. It's for us yes. to break it down. Not that's to say fuck it. No, I'm not gonna say fuck it. I'm gonna continue to break it down. 
Yes, and I said I've received that from a place of love. You are giving this to your audience members as a, from a place of love, or I'm saying like, I it's, see it's, it's my life. It's from an authentic, yeah. authentic yeah. place. It's from yeah. experience. It's yes. not a place. In, I mean, yeah, it comes from love, but it comes from reality. So does and mine. A lot of people's reality, you know, it's a lot so of people's mine. reality. So does Some mine. People don't know how to break it down. I don't need to. You don't, but <laughs> I, I, I do. Because yeah. I need people to understand. So they don't, don't, look at me, don't look at me crazy because I went to a black school and you feel, oh, you guys are better or you have money. No, that don't I, fucking mean They're going to do it anyway. What? What they're are you talking about? People are going to have those judgments about it's you. Not, this is not judgment. This is, this is an understanding. It's not judgment. You don't have a misunderstanding of you even after. It's not about a misunderstanding of me. They need to understand. Just like you break down and you, what do you teach? What do you teach? A lot of things. Right. What, what, but you teach, um, coach, what is it? I specifically teach don't acquiesce to respectability politics. Don't fall for that bullshit. For black, what? What is it? What? From what? I specifically teach don't fall into the trap of respectability politics because it's a symptom of white supremacy and part of this conversation triggers that piece for me because that is how I understand it to be of having to explain that because that automatically comes from this lens of devaluing a place that we grew up in you know what I mean but but our own people do that so instead of Right, but it does matter to me because I'm you know, here. My perspective of having to defend that is to I'm not teach defending them. it. No, right. I'm saying You're teaching, no, and that's what we're doing here. We're teaching. You got to respect this. You got to respect this to be a teaching point too, because everybody don't have your experience, and everybody ain't been to the places that you've been. So what and we're doing here, right? We're giving them an out the box lens. Right. Of so accept my out-the-box lens. Accept right. my out-the-box lens. Then, I, I got you. Then. But you're not going to devalue yeah. and water down my. And, I absolutely and have no intention it's not, of right, It's not a place that. from judgment. It's not a place from that. It's a place no. from what's really, what it really is. So what's really good? There's no one definition that's going to Correct. be received. Right. And, and so that what I'm saying to you is, is that comes from a, the need to define that that it's rooted in something. And for yeah, me... And people, right, but people don't know. That's so, what it's rooted in. So I'm me. trying to share for me why I have the resistance to your uh, narrative of needing to explain this to folks. It's not needing to explain. It's or a topic of discussion because people don't really know. Right. And I'm not talking about white people. I'm not either. So well, why do you keep bringing it up? Talking about why well, I have to tell them and explain. No, this is for my people. No, I said it's a symptom of white supremacy. That means that all people, no matter what their background is, including black people, have internalized white supremacist philosophy, white supremacist ideology, and conversations on having to define a space, an urban area, a space that's predominantly made up of black and brown folks and having to explain that. For me, I see that differently from how you see it. So I receive that you are sharing this to make your listeners 
have a space of different right. I'm, sparking, yeah. I'm sparking their brain and so yes. they understand yes. that there's some greatness that comes out of the hood okay it's, yes and I receive that and I'm coming from a place of but that's what this podcast is about and I get where you're coming from but I need I'm letting you know no it's not I'm not saying it from judgment no I'm sparking the brain. You're talking about you don't give a damn about letting people know you don't have to. Because this is this is the topic that I chose and to spark the brain on. Period. Y'all see and how she's doing my what, perspective? No, I mean, you can have it, but I'm telling you, yeah. you're not going yeah. to place it on me. I can't have my perspective. Yeah, but you can have your perspective, but you can't tell me where that's where it's coming from. I'm telling you, it's not from a place of judgment. No, my perspective on how I understand this subject matter and this question is what I'm trying to share with you. I get that. Okay. Right, but I'm letting you know because I'm the one who came up with the topic. Right. Right? So I'm letting you know why. And it's not about judgment. It's about to spark the brain and see us, see the greatness that comes from the hood. And it's not one dimensional. It's not monolithic because we're not a monolithic people. And that's it. Right. So guys, we hope that y'all enjoyed this podcast. See how me and Dr. Andrea Elmore. You see how she silenced me? That's what y'all hear. I didn't silence her. See how she's taking it? But no, but we're 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 in deep. And I don't want to go any deeper. And I want to wrap it up because they heard what you said. They heard what I said. They know where we were coming from. Yes, ma'am. And we're coming back to still being together. That's right. Okay. Still understanding what the basis, the overall basis of this topic was for. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's just it. Yes. Absolutely. I'm not in her classroom. (laughs) I'm a cracker few jokes. You know what I'm saying? I don't mean no harm by that at all. I get what you're saying. We call all the shade. Right. I get what you're saying, doctor. We caught it all. It's all good. You know? But we've had the discussion of how we both say things sometimes and we can both say things that is so blanket, right? And it could make feel like shade to the next person or cutting the next person off. But that's not how we giving it. And so we had to learn how to break things down even to each other when we're talking. Still learning. Let's, we're let's still learning. We're still learning. We're still learning. <laughs> They gonna love listening to this episode. <laughs> Wait a minute, was they mad? Because I'm gonna have to tell no, her. No, tell her sometime. I'm not one of your students, baby girl. You know what I'm saying? telling me, and you be, can you just listen? That be we be doing that because we're human. <laughs> And then we'd be done and we'd be loving yeah, each other. They know they be going to sit the house with their cousins. <laughs> <laughs> this is what cousins do. Okay. Right. We are here to seek understanding and how we find that understanding may not be the way in which people normally disclose, but we know that's the beauty in our relationship. So we want it to be more transparent so y'all can see and hear some of that. <laughs> <laughs> Cause she went to a white school, y'all. That's Ooh, <laughs> <insane>. <laughs> she went to UC Davis. 
Go Aggies. <laughs> she light-skinned it, didn't Y'all know I'm just flair. You know how they be throwing up. People be throwing all the yep. shade out sure there. Do. Oh, goodness. We just cracking jokes. We yeah. love each other. Yeah. No matter it's light skin, brown, dark, yellow, red. Say what you normally say. What? Black. Puerto oh, Rican. black, white, Puerto Rican, and Haitian. <laughs> Woo! Oh, goodness. I hope y'all enjoyed this podcast as much I did. as we did doing it. <laughs> I feel like we need to go to Club Dre after this. <laughs> <laughs> I was less. Know. I was less ghetto today. You was blessed. Or, I was less soul sister today, and more uh, in my professional mode. Come on, okay. and uh, also in tune with my spiritual self. Okay, come on, always. Our sacred president. Yes, ma'am. That's how I'm feeling today. But the next podcast, I might be back on my slang. It might be coming out. I might be saying, hello, Bootsy. Ooh, ooh, you fool. You tripping. What was that? I might be, you know, because we're all of the things. Oh, yeah. Next time we see y'all, I will have come back from Ghana. Yes. We're so excited. So excited for you to come on and bring us back some of our... (sighs) Yeah. What we need, what we need, need it. I need it. our roots, yes, to the ancestors. Mm. All right, so peace, love, take care. Detox coming up. When does the detox start? 17th through the 26th. 17th. Hey. Y'all want to get in on it? Get in on some type of detox. It could be the Daniel fast. It could be your own water fast. It could be fruit, no meat, vegetables, no meat. You know, cut out the sugar. Just start somewhere. That TV show that you know ain't good for you to watch. (laughs) Them songs you know ain't good for you to listen to. Hey, come on, come on. Say that again. Just do that to us. If we are human, it does it. It does it. Yes. Yes. You know, I used to listen to certain songs and drink certain things, and it would just have me way somewhere that I didn't need to be. Yeah. Maybe you need to detox that that person that only texts you but never really want to kick it. Oh, I don't talk to it. I don't, that ain't even it. What? It's not our but this generation, you know, the world of technology and, and conversation and dating, it's all, it'd be so much just text only life. You'd be like, what? That's goofy. I'm not all, you do, all I do is text? Y'all never seen each other? Oh, okay. They live in California. You live in Texas. Okay. You know, it'd be a whole distance. Yeah. And text, I, I don't even get with the texting like that. You know, period i had a texting phase but not on dating and what i've learned that you know texting emails things that are written a lot of stuff can get lost in translation uh, how the person said it compared to what you how you thought they said you know them all caps exclamation points all that does not give you your tone Mm -hmm. you know how that person really meant to which how you received it. Yeah. It's a lot of bullshit. 
So <laughs> you have to be so intentional when you write. That's right. what I'm coming to learn through the social media platform. Oh my I god! Just, you know, I start keeping it real simple. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Saturday. Uh, kissy Hi. face, whatever. And you can take whatever you want to take from that. I just do it to say, hey, I'm here. I love y'all. Just checking in because yeah, I know I got to get with everybody. Just don't call each other. Everybody don't have each other's number. This is a way for us to communicate and know that we still alive and kicking. So that's what it's about. Okay. That'd be the main you know? purpose. Yeah. yeah. Or I push out positivity in the atmosphere or you know, out the box perspective. Some somebody didn't think about, you know, on the out the box page, out the box, you know. Yes. Uh, podcast pages, social media pages. It's just, it's just information. Mm-hmm. Either you can use it or you you, you don't. That's just yeah. that. Yeah. And I be taking other folks and just post it, resharing. Yeah, it's good stuff too. It's really good stuff too. It's good food. I yeah, enjoy it. Food for your soul, you know. Some yeah. stuff is funny. You know, yeah. don't take life too serious all the time. And uh, that's it. Yeah. So we're just glad that y'all listen to us, um, that you pour into us, you support us, you ask where the podcasts are. We are open to guests. We have guests waiting, waiting to be on here. And we're going to provide you with more guests uh, in yeah. this season and, uh, you know, do and grow and be because being who we are. Is 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 purpose in yes. that and, and supply in your walk and your order steps. So, and you know, God gives you the vision. With whatever vision God gives you, move in it. Just move in it. Take steps, and you'll see that it's not going to be one dimensional. It's going to build itself out. Just keep moving. Alrighty. So, until next time. Peace, love, happiness, prosperity to all, and protect your soul, baby. And we out of here. Stay out the box. <laughs> <laughs>